what's your mood really ahead of this uh, this fight, really? Sort of frustration or eager to get out of the water? Just think, you know, just want to get out there and, and, and get one in before the end of the year because, um, you know, there's a lot of fighters there now was obviously struggling this side of 2020 to get out. So, um, you know, I've had, I've had major disappointment in this year. Uh, the Canelo fight obviously falling for a May over the pandemic. And, um, you know, the, about the roll of the dice and here we are in. Uh, with Martin Murray on Saturday, so on Friday, so we'll uh, tell we rock and roll. Yeah, because you, you've probably seen that, but a few people sort of knocking Martin Murray, saying, oh, you know, what sort of opponent is he for you for a world title fight, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, what's your, what's your reaction to that, really? Well, listen, if you, if you want to go on professional experience, he's got more experience than me because he's had more fights than me. He's, he's, he's challenged for the world title four times. I mean, I could have easily picked, you know, somebody's name in with, you know, whatever. I couldn't even spell it. You know, from Germany, France, wherever. But Martin Murray, he's a name. He's, um, he's a four-time challenger for the world title and should have been two-time world champion, in my opinion, at least in two of them fights. So... You know, I've, and, and I promised him a shot. And if this is his last one, this is his last one. Or, you know, if this is his lucky night, it's his lucky night. But one thing's for sure, it's his yeah. chance. Yeah. And then, obviously, we've got Callum Smith, Canelo, um, on the 19th. I know you have an interest in that. You know, do, you, do you fancy the winner of that? Or what's the sort of strategy for 2021, really? You know, I'll leave that to my management, MTK, and, uh, and, and to Eddie Earn to make. But, obviously, I would love the... Uh, 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 the winner of that fight. Uh, if Smith wins it, I'm sure there's very much clause in there. But you know, to win that fight, you've got to be incredibly uh, in good shape, good mind, good health. You know, you've got to go in there have a proper camp, and I just don't think four or five weeks is enough training camp for that sort of fight. Is that right? Yeah, that that's your big concern for for for, for Cal, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Callum's got the tools in his box to to win, but you know, you you have to have the right preparation time and. And, uh, and and put the man hours in and go over and repeat that and repeat that for maybe two months, three months, hell to beat him. What strategy you're going to go in there with? And I just think that it's all been crash, bang, wallet, give me my cash and, you know, let, let's get it on. But listen, I hope I'm wrong and I, I hope he gets the job done, fellow Brit. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for your time and good luck on Friday. Thanks, David. If you go to Chris McKenna from the Daily Star next, please. Really, um, obviously you've changed trainers again. Can you just talk us through your kind of thinking behind that and why, you, why you've done that? The other trainers, the toes hanging out of them. So I had to change trainers. That oh. was, was weird out. My other trainers, that was weird out. I had a pair of Adidas and I changed them for a pair of Nikes. Well, what was the thinking with going back to, well, going to Mark Tibbs and back to the Tibbs family? I just think that it was, I just think that it was, uh, it was a decision that, you know, lockdown come, was having no luck. I was at home and, you know, Ben Davidson, he, he set up a gym out in Arlo and, you know, it was hard for him to travel away and, and do camps and he's got a lot of fighters there and it's not right on me dragging him around the country and around the world training camps because I can't do a training camp at home. You know, everyone knows I need to be away like I have this time and I don't want to go to someone fresh and new who think they know me and, and they don't. So I know the Tibbses know me well. Obviously, Dominic Ingle knows me well and Ben Davison knows me well. So, you know, that was the strategy behind it. Obviously, you mentioned there about Dick Canelo and Alvarez, um, Canelo and Callum. 
was that there was there was there never any option for you to maybe drop this fight and and get Canelo in December, or would you not even have considered it? No, listen. I mean, I always said in in, in December if the fight was in December, I always said I'd have been ready. Um, but again, you know, the, my fight with Martin Murray only got got only got announced what five weeks ago. So they had all that time to get in touch, and they didn't ring up. So and they didn't they didn't try to get in contact. So clearly they didn't want me. But you know, for me to fight Canelo Alvarez, you know, in lockdown, they sort of caught caught me out a little bit. But which the fight would never have happened anyway because he had his lawsuit. But I wasn't prepared just to go in there and take, you know, millions of pounds and 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 to turn up there half-hearted and half in shape. You know, you got to go, like I said earlier on, to beat someone like him, you have to win convincingly. And uh, I will be on it now until May. And if it's me in May, it's, it's me. If not, then, you know, 100%, I will be pushing my management company, MTK, for a big, big fight next year. It has to be unification, whatever which way it is. Do you feel you, you need to put on a, a really good performance on Friday to force that issue home that, to get that, that big unification fight or the Canelo fight? Do you know what? As we see the other day, we see Danny Jacobs and Rosado, you know, so we see these type of fights and, you know, sometimes they pan out in, 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 in the favourites' favour and sometimes they don't. It's sort of a win-win for Martin Murray, really. Everyone's writing him off and everyone's saying he's old, he's finished, he's this. Get back with her and, uh, sure. Good luck, man. So, uh, yeah. All right. Cheers, Billy. See you, mate. Thanks, Chris. If we go to Ron Lewis from Boxing Scene next, please. Hiya, Bill. Um, do you think, I mean, you know, you, you've had fights in the past where, you know, if you, you, you haven't got motivated for a big fight and, you know, there was a classic one in Scotland, obviously. And is there any risk of this or is, is Martin someone you know just so well that you, you know what he's got to do and you know what you've got to do to uh, not let him into the fight? Oh, there's always a risk, mate. There's always a risk. There's a risk I could go out there and get knocked out in one round. That's why people watch boxing. Um, there's a risk that, you know, I could go out there and get the job done in one round. There's always a risk. There's an element of risk of people's lives in a boxing ring. So, you know, people tune in. If they knew 100 million percent I had the win and, you know, it was all one-sided, they wouldn't watch it. But, you know, so there's obviously that risk. But I haven't overlooked my, and I've just trained and, and prepared myself the best I can for this date. So, you know, I know how tough Martin is and I know what he's going to bring to the table and I know he don't lay down. So, uh, I know I can't afford that same sort of performance. Uh, you said before about the importance of going away to train and get yourself away from home. How, how have you been during lockdown? Has it been an easy time for you? or um... Yeah, it's been all right, mate. That's all I've been doing is plenty of sex, to be honest with you. You know, um, that's all I've been having, plenty of sex and uh, just training, really. Uh, but that's the main thing what kept, got me through lockdown was uh, was the sex. <laughs> Excellent. Take care, Billy. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Ron. Uh, if you go to Luke Reddy from the BBC next, please. How are you doing this morning? Luke, you're on mute, mate. If you just take yourself off mute. My apologies. Hi, Billy. How are you doing? How are going, Luke? Um, just uh, you mentioned Martin Murray's career, and he's he's gone close so many times. I mean, as you say, this is his last shot. I wondered, like, could you put yourself in his shoes? You achieved success quite young. I mean, what that, what do you think that must be like for him mentally to to have to know that it's gone this long and this is one more chance? 
Well, look, that's, Martin's got his own mind. Martin's got his own head. You know, he's trained. He's he's prepared for this. How he wants to prepare for it. Whether he wants to train in, on emotions for this fight, whether he wants to train on grit and determination for this fight, or whether he wants to train on experience, it doesn't really matter. You know, he has to he has to find a way to beat me. You know, and and I think that's going. I think that would be difficult for any fighter on the planet at my weight on their night. So. You know, I, I, I've got to take my hat off to him, what he's done. I was supposed to fight him. I couldn't look at it and say, well, I, I was mandatory for, for his British title many, many moons ago, and he vacated. And we was both, I was just really turning into a man, and he was in his prime. So I was willing to take that chance then. And I'm sure, you know, the shoe's on the other foot now. He's got to take that chance now. You just mentioned there about, you know, the level you're at and how hard to beat. There's been a few instances coming out of, well, during lockdown and people then fighting and maybe falling a little short or not being as good as they want. So we've not been able to see anything of you for a long time. How, how, what level do you think you're at at this very point? Uh, listen, it's one of them. You know, I've done the best I can and, and get as fit as I can in the amount, of, of, uh, the amount of time I've had. You know, I've took myself away for seven weeks. You know, I put myself for an hour training camp. Um, you know, so I, I've done what I've done was put in front of me. So, you know, I'm hoping, and uh, I'm hoping that you know the ring rust is not as as rusty as that what it can be. I hope yeah, I'm a bit looser and smoother than uh, than I've been in previous fights before when I've been out the ring for a long time. So, you know, maybe it's maybe it's a uh, it's a blessing for Martin Murray. Maybe you know it's, it suits him more this fight than me. Other than the sex, is there anything different that you've done with the new, um, you know, a new regime? It's really outdoor sex, plenty of sex in the woods, you know. I think it's good, uh, you know, I've got a naturist near me and I go down there and that and, you know, I go and I do the dog in and all stuff like that with the ladies and put myself out there. It's very, it's very good. That's how I've been training for this fight, to be honest. Well, in lockdown and some of this fight, sex, seriously, for stamina. Nice. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thanks, Luke. If we go to John Denham from Boxing News next, please. Hey, Billy. How's it going? How are we going, John? How are you, Bill? Oh, very good. Thank you. Very good. Um, obviously, you know, you've had a couple, well, you were meant to fight Martin, what, a couple of years ago. You had a couple of fights fall through. Is there any, like, bad blood between you, or do you have a sense there's some unfinished business? Especially, listen, I guess, I, when you... I, I, listen... Obviously, I can, I, can, I can sense frustration from Martin's side. He'd he done two training camps and two fights didn't happen. Um, it was what it was at the time. At, at, world level, at world level, if I was to injure myself now, then I'm not going to take that chance and get in the ring and, and, and put, you know, such, such, you know, as my world title on the line. You know, it's meant, it means everything to me because... You know, I've worked, I've worked since I've been a little boy for this and, and to get here and to get in the ring just because, you know, you, you, you're expected to get in the ring and you've got an injury, you know, sadly for him, the same injury that I had, the calf, happened twice in both training camps, back to back. You know, obviously didn't give it enough time to heal. I rushed back in training because, you know, I wanted to, but I'll give him my word here, fight me. And, you know, it might, it's, it's a bit later than expected, but here we are. It's, just, it's, on, it's on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, and you've like you said, you could have picked easier opponents for this fight. What? Well, look, me and my management team, MTK, we sat down and I, I put some names forward. There was Callum Smith's name put forward, who I put forward. They were Canelo Alvarez, they were Demetrius Andrades, 
They were who else were they now? They were they were Parkers. Thought I'll get my mantra out the way, but he was already tied up. All of these fighters were tied up. Um, you know, even when even even when the, uh, the Martin Murray was put on the table, you know, they were still. I, I, I was still pushing for Demetrius Andre, but you know, he, he he was tied up, and obviously he's got some sort of uh, shit in the pants job and pulled out because he was supposed to be fighting Dusty, um, and he's pulled out for some reason. He don't, you know. So really, I wanted a bigger fight, but you know, as in a name, an unbeaten record and stuff like that. Because obviously, I know I'm going to get critics saying, "Oh, Mike Murray, this, Mike Murray, that," but. He's coming to win. He never comes to lay down. You know, if Martin Murray came to lay down, then I'd I'd be confident enough to say I'd give someone my old purse because I know it's going to be a tough fight, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and in that sense, how dangerous is it? Because you mentioned how big next year could be for you with the Canelo fight potentially. Because if Martin Martin wins, then, you know, he's sitting in the driving seat. If Martin wins, then, you know, he's he's got the golden ticket and he sits there and he, he waits for that. He waits for that chance. If, uh, if 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 not the rematch, so you know financially, um, it's, it's it's certainly he's not going to get any better for him. So you know, good luck to him. I'm happy he's getting he's getting paid well, and and you know he, he's got a lovely family. I've got no there's no animosity there with me and him. You know, but I can I can sense a bit of frustration in him, and if I can get that frustration out of him in the ring on Friday night, I'll, I should have a field day. Excellent, excellent. Well, that's great. Thanks very much, Billy. Cheers. Thanks, John. If we go to David Charlesworth from Press Association next, please. Hi, Bill. How are you doing? How are we going? Good, thank you. Um, this fight is obviously a test. You've, you've just said that. Um, an opportunity to, to get some tough rounds under your belt. So is this a good thing to, to, to have this now before a step, facing a step up in competition rather than going into a uniform? Listen, I, I'd be very disappointed if I went in there and blew my Murray away in one round. I'd be very disappointed. Um, I, I really, really need rounds. I've been out one year. I need rounds to go into big fights for next year to brush ring rust off. It's all right going in there and thinking you're going to look good knocking someone out in 30 seconds and, you know, I'm the man. I'm not going to get much credit for that. You know, I don't need to get in there and you can do all the sparring in the world, but, you know, getting, getting under them lights, under the real thing, you know, that's what I need to go into these big fights next year. But, you know, to, 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 to step across that bridge, you know, I need to beat Martin Murray, and I know that. So, and uh, the fight's not yet to happen. We've seen a lot of upsets this year. And Martin Murray's not one of them fighters where you say, oh, you can completely ever write him off. You know, I know I've got a bit of youth on him. But, you know, boxing's a funny, funny game. You know, we can look at, if you want to look at youth, you can go back to the uh, to the David Price fight. And uh, Glenroy Thompson, was it? I'm sure I've got his name. It may be right there. You know, going back to that sort of thing, David had a lot, a lot of youth on him, but he still got the, uh, he still got the win. So, you know, you, you've got to look at all these aspects in boxing, and 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 you've got to take them into account. That fight's never won until your your hand gets raised in the air. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, just by all that you've just said, maybe looking ahead to next year, would you be happy to to go back down the middle way? I mean, I know you've mentioned unifications. Would you? Do you look at light heavyweight or is your sole focus on the middleweight when, when discussing these big fights? Well, listen, it is what it is. I, I, I'm up for the big fights. So 
if there's a big fight at middleweight, I'm sure that I could make middleweight. Um, you know, and, and, and realistically, I am a middleweight. But I'm obviously mixing it with the big boys at 12 stone, and I want the big fights at 12 stone. You know, but look, it's one of those. Everyone, everybody for middleweights moved up to 12 stone now, and I think it's the hottest weight division in the world at the minute. Fair enough. All the best Friday. Cheers, Will. Cheers. Thanks, David. We'll go to James Lopton from Pro Boxing Fans. Yo, Bill, mate, how are you doing? Well done, James. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good. Thanks, mate. Um, just want to talk a little bit outside the ring. You have sort of management side and advisory side of things. You've got a couple of boys on the card, Dante Dixon, Louis Edmondson. Is that one eye on the future? Are you sort of looking into that side of things? Uh, you know, I'm certainly looking forward to that side of things in the future, a later date, you know, in a few years yet. But, you know, when you see young talents coming through and, you know, you, you can spot world elite talent coming through that you believe can be world champions. Um, it'd be nice. It's nice to work alongside them, and I believe that them two they're managed by myself and co-promoted, uh, co-managed with MTK. Um, I believe that they can be world champions too, guided with the right advice and uh, and the right fights. How important is it for these guys? Because normally they're probably on small hall shows, but with your help, they can get on these bigger shows. How much does that accelerate their progress? You know, like I say to get on these bills just to be seen on these bills and to be canned for Sky I think that you know that it's very important for even these promoters to see these young talents because these are the future coming forward you know all of the AJs myself the Furies all the big names in the UK you know we're not going to be around for the next 10 years that's for sure where these guys are and and it's important to get them seen early and get uh, and get that stamp on them where people go, do you know what? Yep, we'll have him, we'll have him. And, you know, get their careers and, and, and guide them on the right path to to, uh, to world titles. And just the last one from me, Bill. You mentioned about shaking the ring rust. You mentioned about, you know, you've not been in there for a long time. Is that something you considered when considering your opponent in White Murray? Well, it's, it's the same for him. You know, he's been out the ring a long time. So, obviously, look, when I'm making... If, I, if, if they're saying to me, right, there's your date, them big fights ain't available, this is who is available for you. I'm looking at the best option on paper that I can get for a fight to get me motivated. And I looked at Martin Murray and I think, well, I know he's going to come to fight. And he's been inactive as well. So, you know, we've both been inactive. So, it's, it's, it's one of them, you know, who's going to have the better night. and. Um, I believe it's me, and uh, you probably believe it's him. I know he ain't going to enter this fight and sign a contract believing right and fight. Billy Jones going to pick the money up and go home, because we all know he's not built like that. He's a four-time uh, challenger for the world title, and I believe that he, he should have been a two-time world champion out of them four challenges. So, you know, it's not a bad pick. Absolutely, nice one, cheers, Bill. Cheers, man. Thanks, James. We go to Joe from Seconds Out. I'm, you're right, mate. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad, mate. You? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, so, do you think this is going to be the toughest fight of Martin Murray's career on Saturday, a Friday? Sorry, as it, you know, because he's been in many uh, tough fights before. Well, it's, it's it's one of them that you, you, I can't. It's not. It's that's what's happened in the past with him, and you know all his history that's that's gone. You know that's that we're in today's world. We're in twenty. We're in twenty twenty now. So. You know, is it gonna? Be, it's how tough are we gonna make that fight? You know, is he gonna, is he gonna come and commit and 
you know, can he take as much punishment as he did in his prime prime? He's young, you know, 29, 30s. No, I don't know. So, no, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping that it is going to be his toughest fight because that's what I'm there for. I'm there to, to do what no one else has done. And that's obviously, you know, pull a sensational win off, whatever way it may be. But, you know, boxing's boxing, like I said earlier on, and no one's guaranteed to win, are they? And where would you rank him in comparison to the people you fought? Well, you know, I haven't boxed, I've never boxed a fellow who's boxed for, a four, uh, for four world titles before. So, you know, you've got to put him up there. And people's writing him off because of his age. But, you know, he's, he's not one of these that sit on the couch. I think he's been doing his personal training. He's been active. He's been training. He's been in the gym. So, it's not so he's been up to 20 stone and getting down and he's not been in the ring for five years. It's, the pandemic's mm-hmm. come. I think he boxed just before the lockdown. So, you know, it's, it is what it is. Fair enough. And lastly, I know you just mentioned you think it's going to be important to get around seeing as you haven't been in the ring for so long. Um, do you think it's more important to sort of look good and maybe win in impressive fashion or just get the round simply so you're in better shape for when you do face Andrade or Canelo next year? I think whatever happens, it's important to get the rounds in. Yeah. You know, I think this this fight is is going to be rounds because he's a tough, he's a tough game, cunning old fox. He knows how to get through. You know, he took Golovkin in his prime eleven rounds. You know, so and that was when Golovkin was destroying everybody. So you know that he, he's always got that Noel about the ring about him. You know, so you got to take out off to him and. And, you know, you've got to give him credit and, and you have to say that he is going to give me rounds at this stage because, you know, he's just, he, he's made to do that. OK, thanks, boss. Good luck. Thanks, Joe. If we go to Gary Newbin, please. Gary, if you just take yourself off mute. There you go. Billy Joe, um... Whatever you say, you are expected to win on Friday night. And then hopefully for you, that would take you to Canelo. I'm just wondering why you would beat Canelo and how can anybody beat Canelo in these current times at the moment? What are your thoughts on that? Why I would beat Canelo and, and how I would beat him? Well, how would anybody beat him over the next year or so, the way he well, looks? I, I know how I would beat him. But, you know, I haven't got Canelo next, so I won't be putting that out over, uh, you know, over to the media in other ways. And, and I've, I've worked very hard on the game plan for the last two years on how to beat him. You know, and, and, and when someone just getting, when they're giving someone four to five weeks notice, I believe that's not enough time to prepare mentally in your own head to beat someone like him um, because of the fact of the judges, uh, promotions, everything's going to be set up to suit him. I mean, what they'll probably do, they'll probably get Callum Swift out there and for the for the duration he's out there, he'll probably be doing stuff like this, just talking, raffling on to the media and talking more than rather getting ready and training and focusing on the, on a game plan to win. But Joe Gallagher's a very experienced trainer, so hopefully you know, Callum's been under the impression and had the, uh, the news for the long time that he's buying Canelo and maybe we see an upset, but at the minute, I don't see no one beating him without proper training camp and fully mindset. Looking forward to, to Friday. Um, you're quite right to say one punch could do it, obviously. But in most people's view, you're going to be a really red-hot favourite. And 
would you not agree it's not quite as close as the Dubois Joyce was on paper, even if Joyce was a three to one outsider? I mean, it's all stacked in your favour, isn't it? Well, listen, it's, it, to be honest with you, it's stacked in my favour on paper. But as we know, paper can burn, paper can be thrown in the bin. You know, the script can be torn up and thrown away. So, you know, I've been inactive for over a year now. My last performance wasn't the best in the world, um, you know, for, for Matchroom. But, you know, I, I'm really looking on, in my own head and mindset. I know that I need to bring a performance out where people go, well, well, you know, no matter who we're in front of him that night, he still was going to look sensational. So, um, in my own head, that's what's in my head. And, and please God, I'll get that performance out and, uh, and move on to bigger and better things. But at the moment, Martin Murray is, is um, I'm putting him down as, as the number one and me the number two, you know, for me to, to, to make sure that I don't slip up. You've been around a fair while. Do you appreciate these fights and these situations more now than you probably did earlier? Uh, I've been around a long time. Um, but, you know, I just think that you've got to be thankful that, you know, we're, even, we're allowed to even have sport, any sport, in this situation. You know, there's poor people home now. You've got, like, the elderly at home sitting there alone and, 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 and you know, not having no one around them. My nan's at home. You know, no one's allowed around her, and it's a very lonely life for them. And, you know, we get the privilege at least looking forward to doing something we love, whether there's crowds there or not. Um, so I've got to really thank, you know, be, be very, very thankful to my management, MTK, who's been very, 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 um, very well, extremely patient with myself and worked alongside me and uh, matchroom. So I'm happy I'm out and we've got to be thankful. Just uh, like to know as well, what do you think about fighting in front of no crowds? How, how strange is that going to be for you? Oh, look, it's one of them. I, I, when, I, when that bell goes, I don't hear any crowd anyway. You know, I don't box. I'm not a crowd pleaser because out of my 29 fights, if I've took 10 clean punches, then that's a lot. So, you know, I don't fight on the crowd's reaction. I fight on my own intelligence and my own know-how. I'm looking forward to the fight. Um, good to see you back in action. Good to see you back in the ring. Good luck. My pleasure. Thank you. OK, we've got time for one more before we let Billy Joe go. So if we go to Jeremy Herridges, please. Hi, Billy. Um, thank you for taking the time to talk. I'm curious, going into 2021, do you have an ideal number of fights that you would like to see? Um, or does that not matter as long as you get a unification bout? Certainly, you know, I want to be active. Um, and that's the reason why I'm fighting Friday night, because if I was worried about that, I'd have went, no, I'll wait to 20. 21 but you know I need to I need to get active to be to be in uh, in the running for these fights and get the rounds in you know and, and and sharpen the tools and grease and you know the chains and stuff like that so I need the rounds but you know the main thing is I, I do want to be I want to be out at least three times going into and that's at least you know minimum three so you know there's big fights out there and I'm sure that uh, Eddie Young can make that the stable of fighters he's got and big fights like that Final question for me, and I didn't think I'd be asking this one, but you talked about training and about sex. Is it safe to assume that you're not of the belief that, that sex weakens the knees, weakens the legs? And do you abstain? It's strong. It's, you do, when you do the sex in you know, the woods, you know, like when you're putting your leg over the trees and under the trees and under the bushes, different positions and stuff like that, you get a workout. 
That's a pure so, workout, and you're having fun. That's called a fun workout. So no, no abstaining from it leading up to the fight whatsoever. No, just a couple of knee burns. <laughs>